Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Milan, I know you've been so busy. You were working late last night, and I appreciate you getting up early this morning to, uh, to talk with us. Tell us how this particular Diwali, Deepavali season is going uh, from your perspective as somebody who's been literally catering to people every night as they gather to celebrate. I think uh, it is uh, uh, one of the best moments for this year because this year, 2020, actually got a lot of gloomy news rather than positive news all this year because of COVID. But I think uh, things are coming back to normal. People are moving out. People are going to restaurants, uh, celebrating, though maybe only five people on a table. But at least they are coming back together, going to restaurants. So it's it's a very positive news. It's spreading a lot of positive cheer. So that that's a very good sign towards the year end. Yeah, what are you seeing at your restaurant? Um, obviously, groups have to be small, right? But is it a pretty constant stream of people coming? So that's why to encourage, uh, you know, not having, uh, encourage social distancing, we only take uh, by bookings. So generally, we try and avoid uh, walk-ins so that, you know, we can have the uh, safe distancing. We can maintain the timings of different people visiting at different times. So we can provide them a good experience and at the same time help social distancing and not crowding in the restaurant. Yeah, we're talking with Milan Solvani, Asian Chef of the Year, the uh, uh, head of Masala Bar here in East Coast Road. Uh, Milan, let's talk a little bit about the food of Deepavali, of the Festival of Lights. Are there certain dishes that are generally associated with this time of year? Uh, Absolutely. Not only few, there are loads and loads of dishes uh, (laughs) associated with uh, Deepavali because any festival is not complete without the meals. Whatever the celebration is, the food is so uh, integrated part of any food festival and especially in India. And India being such a large country, there's so many different regions in India, so many different cities. And every region has its own unique way of celebrating Deepavali, the kind of recipes they make. So it's a fun atmosphere all year. And uh, every region claims that their sweets or their dishes that they make are the best. So it's a good, healthy competition to have. And give us a give us a uh, let's talk first about the main the main courses the main dishes. What would people typically be ordering? Let's say at Masala Bar. What are they ordering the most of this year? I would say uh, Deepavali. The first thing that comes to your mind is sweets. So definitely more than just eating out in a restaurant. Uh, Deepavali is about gifting. Deepavali is about celebrating, going to friends' place, carrying a box of sweets, or even if you're visiting them, they will prepare some sweets. Uh, so sweets becomes a part of even greeting each other. So though main courses are important, I think Deepavali starts by greeting each other with exchange of sweets or presenting or offering some sweets to start off the celebration. You know, my so favorite... That is, uh... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say my favorite, and I don't know the name of it. I'm sure you'll know it in, uh, right away. Is the um, it's I believe made from almond paste and it has the silver foil on top. What's the name of that one? Yes, yes. Uh, it's actually not almond paste. It's the cashew paste. Cashew. Excuse it's me. It's called the cashew cutli. Yeah. Yes. So so most of the sweets are made out of uh, dry fruits or dairy products. Uh, so this year, as you uh, asked me, at the right at the entrance of the restaurant, we have created few beautiful sweet boxes for Deepavali. And uh, when I do, people know that Chef Melin, when he does his cuisine, is generally try to keep it healthy and less sweet. So most of my sweets are less sweeter so that people can really enjoy and indulge into them. Also, I have one or two sweets which are actually sugar-free. So they're made out of dates and figs paste mixed with dry fruits. So as times evolve, you know, earlier times, 
we all could eat a lot of sweets and a lot of uh, you know sweet products but now people being health conscious vegan gluten free and so many different things yeah. it gives us chefs the opportunity to create new sweets for them so that you know they can enjoy the dipavali and it's still guilt free yeah cuz often i mean in 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 days gone by years gone by indian food hasn't necessarily always been considered very healthy right you have a lot of fried foods and and things like that and very heavy creams and sauces do do you sense that that's changing especially at your restaurant it's been changing over the years and actually i would say indian food is based on ayurveda so technically speaking indian food cannot be unhealthy mm. because it's a very well thought well balanced diet but over the years i think to make the food more glamorous the restaurant chefs and the restaurant cooks have been adding too much of butter too much of cream and making it heavy yeah. so the original indian food that we eat is not actually heavy or rather i would say it's it's a very balanced meal so i think now people are realizing that it's no point adding too much of cream and butter so i think chefs are now toning down their measures and getting into authentic recipes which are healthy Yeah, we're on with Chef Milan Solvani, who is uh, the head of Masala Bar in East Coast Road, uh, Asian Chef of the Year, of course, uh, pioneer of Asia's first Michelin star restaurant. What is your favorite meal? If you were to sit down to a three or a four course meal, what would be on that menu? Oh, I love the coastal food uh, from India because I come from Bombay, and Bombay is on the western coast of India. and the food that originates right from bombay up to goa and the southern parts of india has though they all are coastal regions each one of them has a very unique way of using spices so i think it is the spices which makes indian cuisine unique and even every region in india uses a different blend of spices certain different spices which makes it more interesting so if you ask me my favorite cuisine is the coastal cuisine of india hmm. and what what would a typical dish be for that um there's a beautiful dish uh, there's a fish called surmai uh, or bombil there are two different fishes available on the coast of bombay or mumbai and uh, those are marinated with unique uh, kokum like a saplam marination and then shallow fried so i would say a bombil fry and a surmai fry would be my favorites mm. we have so many really good restaurants uh, indian restaurants in in singapore uh obviously the culture is lending itself to that um how how have the how has the industry been doing over the past 9 months i know many restaurants went to a delivery model delivery service model do you sense that uh, things are starting to come back with more people coming back into the restaurants or what state are we at with so many of these restaurants now i think uh, when the whole lockdown started the beauty of singapore is most of the people are so used to getting food from outside or going out of eating that the home delivery business picked up pretty fast for most of the restaurants mm. so which was a very good sign that you know like people in india uh, i would just make a comparison we still cook at home a lot because we do get domestic help uh, the tradition in india of cooking at home is very much still alive but in places like singapore which are commercially successful maybe both of husband wife both working so eating out is a big culture so i think the first thing the restaurants realized was that takeaway business is going to increase and i think most of us uh, immediately tweaked our services our kitchens our production to uh, help the takeout business so i think the fnb industry did quite well in the takeout season and uh, i would say uh, uh, i i am a very positive thinking person now that people are coming back to the restaurants 
I have felt the restaurants are sometimes even finding a doubling of their business mm -hmm. that now they have a lot of people who are used to take away and the people who are also coming to the restaurant. So restaurants are getting busy with both with the dining and the takeout, which is a good sign. That's a very good sign and actually kind of surprising to hear. I mean, you know, one would think it would sort of be one or the other. People can't wait to get back into the physical restaurant after having to eat at home for so many months. But it's good to see that now that they can do both. And have the delivery services kept up in terms of the customer experience and the quality to be able to get your food to people's homes uh, in a timely manner? I think yes. And I think this is what uh, the F&B industry has been very innovative. So right from Michelin star restaurants to the normal restaurants, everyone uh, up their game, even Michelin star restaurants, which earlier were not used to doing home deliveries, uh, right. quickly, you know, turned around their style of serving the food, packing the food, mm -hmm. creating beautiful packing so that people can have a similar, if not the same, but if a similar experience uh, at home when they're ordering from a fine dining restaurant. So I think it gave an opportunity to the industry to think differently and even uh, come out of the mindset of just a, just a plastic box for a delivery to doing something more fancy. So as a chef, I thought it's a great opportunity we all chefs had. Yeah, we're speaking with Chef Milan Solvani, uh, one of Singapore's, I would say, celebrity chefs. And you do so much to promote uh, the cuisine of Singapore, especially the Indian cuisine. Uh, do you find a certain pressure on, you, on yourself to keep innovating, to keep coming up with interesting dishes, things that, that people are going to really love and enjoy? In fact, innovation has been the hallmark of my career. And for someone who innovates himself, I always believe that reinventing yourself is the only way to remain ahead of the competition. Yeah. So because I, I've, I've been a chef in Singapore for 18 years. I'm a chef for the last 36 years now. But in Singapore for the last 18 years, and I've realized, which is a good thing, sometimes uh, when people start copying you, for the initial period, it frustrates you. Because when you do a new dish, you new a new presentation, people come, take photographs, go back and start those presentations in their restaurants. Yeah. So initially you feel bad, but sometimes you feel that's nice because people are copying you means you're doing something good. So, uh, but that keeps you on the toes and immediately I can do new presentations, new styles, new dishes. So I think it is this innovation and it is uh, this thing that keeps me going that every time I can do something new. Otherwise, surviving 34 years in this hardworking industry is not an easy job. Yeah. What, what's your signature dish uh, this this festive season, what do you uh, or dish or dishes that you're working on that people would find uh, special to your restaurant Masala Bar in East Coast Road? I've been known as a fine dining Indian chef for the last 18 years for the kind of uh, upmarket Indian restaurants I have done, and I had deliberately done those because when I came to Singapore, the Indian cuisine is a very popular cuisine, fine, but the image was around six to seven dollar banana leaf kind of an image of Indian cuisine. I, I put in a lot of efforts for all these years, along with certain other fellow chefs. And the Indian cuisine now is considered a fine dining $100 cuisine. Huh. But at Masala Bar, essentially what I'm doing, because I've realized in these times where economically everyone in the world is uh, kind of suffering and the expenses, people want to control the expenses. I think I thought I'll create more fun cuisine. So what I'm doing now is I'm taking street food of India from different cities and presenting it in a contemporary style at an affordable price. So that is the new take on my new Indian cuisine. 
Well, I got to say, I'm looking forward to getting uh, over to see you one of these days. I'll give you a little break, though. I'll wait until the festive season is uh, calms down a little bit, at least through this week, before I make my reservation. Uh, but uh, looking forward to seeing you there. Uh, Chef Milan Silvani, the pioneer of Asia's first Michelin star restaurant called The Song of India, now uh, the owner of Masala Bar in East Coast Road. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, happy Deepavali to you. Happy Deepavali to you. And happy to be to all Singaporeans. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.